This is Stacy Eldridge. Welcome to Captivated. This world vies for our attention in a thousand different ways. But the most important thing, the preeminent thing, the essential thing is to give our attention to Jesus. Hi, friends. Welcome to Captivated. This podcast today, I am really excited about. I I guess I'm actually excited about all of them. There's not that many going every other week. But this one, I have a dear friend joining me that many of you may be familiar with. Let me introduce her. This is Jill Harden joining me today. She is a passionate, alive woman. She is a recording artist. She may be best known as a conference speaker, as a teacher, or from Daily Audio Bible. Jill um, and her husband do Daily Audio Bible, which I'm going to have her tell us about. But Jill also now is doing the chronological version, which she's also going to tell us about. So Jill, thanks for being here. This is such a dream come true. Uh, You have no idea. Now tell me about that. Why is it a dream come true? Um, I literally am here doing what I do because of you. Oh. It's not an understatement. It is the honest to God truth that I can trail everything I am doing right now back to those healing moments in my life at your conference under your ministry. So thank you. Okay. Wow. What an honor. So Jill is who I used to call a front row girl. <laughs> <laughs> because, and, and I love that about you because um, I'm more of a middle to back kind of row person. But Jill um, would come to captivating conferences and was front and center and generally brought a lot of what were called dab women, daily audio uh-huh. Bible women yeah. Yeah. with her. And that is actually how, how I met you because, you know, you're right there. You're sitting next to me. And it was, it was the beginning of getting to know you. And what a gift. That's the, uh, the ADD in me has to sit in the front row. So you can focus. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right, I'm all over the place. And so I learned in school the hard way, like front and center, if I want to actually learn anything. So, oh, that's so good. Okay, (laughs) there's so many questions I have for you. But first, for our listeners, I'm going to start with Daily Audio Bible. Okay. And um, so, what I'm going to do is read the mission statement. Okay. As well as the vision statement. Okay. Because for those that don't know about this, this is a life-changing, life-giving resource that you need to know about. So here's the mission statement. The Daily Audio Bible is committed to guiding Christians worldwide into an intimate and daily friendship with the Bible. This is accomplished by providing the spoken Word of God freely in multiple languages and by the creation and establishment of communities that have no geographical limitations. Our efforts are devoted to exposing the rich texture and heritage of the Bible's life-changing power by educating the believer on how to engage in and interact with the ancient scriptures in a future world. Mm. Wow. Okay, how powerful is that? Yeah. Now let me read the vision statement. 
Our ultimate goal is to provide the spoken word of God to as many people as will listen in every region of the world that God will allow using whatever means God will allow for as long as God will allow. To be people of the scriptures, fervent in prayer and having a daily and intimate walk with God, Mm -hmm. to build stable and Christ-honoring community as we take our place in the global advancement of the kingdom of God. Okay, that is fabulous and powerful. And so can I just ask you, Mm -hmm. what's been the fruit of that? What stories have you heard? Of people reading the Bible? Yes, of people. Yes, uh uh-huh. I mean, there there could literally be a series of books or a series of podcasts of the stories of the people um, that have found the Bible, restored their marriage, uh, found the Bible, uh, didn't want to end their life any longer, mm-hmm. found the Bible, walked away from church, but gave God another chance, um, found the Bible when they're, after their grandson drowned. Oh, gosh. And, and, and of course, they found the daily audio Bible app, but let's be honest, like it's the word, it's the spoken word of God that they found that audibly changes us from the inside out as it should. So it's, it's stories after stories um, of how the Bible has transformed people's lives. Now, do some people still read it, listen to it as a checkoff list, as daily you know, due diligence of um, obligation? Yes just like we do that in other areas of our lives. But as my husband always says, give the Bible 30 days, 30 days, and see if it doesn't start to shift and do something in your life. And usually it just becomes, um, I want to use the word uh, addictive. Like people can't not listen after that because the story continues as the pages turn just like the stories of our own lives continue as we turn the page of our own story. And if we're not looking at it as where do I identify my own life on this page today, um, then I think we are doing an injustice of how we're reading the Bible to ourselves. But that's my purely selfish opinion there. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a beautiful opinion. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so how long has it existed, Daily Audio Bible? This is the 16th year. 16? 1-6. So Brian started reading the Bible, podcasting it as podcasting was just getting started. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I'm coming out, his hair all messed up, and making coffee, us starting our day, sitting down on the green couches from Costco, and telling me I'm supposed to read the Bible. And I was like, great, we're Christians. We're all supposed to read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> what else, honey? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, I'm supposed to podcast the Bible. And, you know, being the loving, supporting wife that I am, I said, why are you going to do something else that takes time and money away from our family? <laughs> because I didn't understand it. We were musicians trying to be musicians and had put our whole life, our whole resources, everything 
Our kids were helping us. They're stuffing envelopes, mailing CDs out. Um, everything at this point was music in our lives. It's how we've met. It's how we got together. And I'm like, what? I don't understand the shift. What's what's happening here? And my husband, who had pretty much lived, I knew he believed in God. I knew he loved God, but there wasn't a lot of evidence of the fruit of a relationship with God. Like we were doing the bare requirements to get by. Um, said to me, God told me, this is what I'm supposed to do. Wow. And immediately I was like, if my husband's saying that, there's no rebuttal. I've got nothing. <laughs> um, and so he found this couple that was doing really well in the world of podcasting, and they took him under his wing and showed him everything there was to do. And um, we just didn't expect it to do what it did. And now I look back and I'm like, this is the hand and provision of God that literally lifted us out of a music business that the umpire was crashing within itself and you know, lifted us and shifted us and set us on a solid foundation. And then I drug my feet for a lot of years, <laughs> which is, you know, like not so not proud of it, but I'm like, it's part of my story. I'm going to embrace it. Like, I just couldn't understand this. And I was like, I have worked my whole life to be somebody else. And it just kind of felt like the rug got pulled out from underneath me because our identities shift, our roles mm -hmm. shift. And then I was like, I don't know what to do with my life at all anymore. My, music career had sort of come to an end and um anyways that's how we, we he just thought he was gonna do it for a year yeah through the bible he thought maybe 300 people would go through the bible with him within the first uh, week of putting it out he had 300 people email him say i'm gonna do this with you and it just kept coming in like the number three which was really weird by the first month he had 3,000 listeners by the third month, there were 300,000 downloads. Switzerland Television got a hold of it, came over and filmed in our home. I'm like, we just need to resume <laughs> oh life goodness. as rock stars. <laughs> and God had complete other plans. But I'll just, I'll never forget the conversation I had with a friend of mine in the television section of Costco. And I was like, Chance, how are you, buddy? You still doing music? You're recording? He's like, no, actually, I'm doing some motivational speaking, some coaching. And I'm fascinated with this. And I'm like, so you stepped out of music to do this thing that you never saw yourself doing. Mm. And he was like, yeah. He's like, you know, it's crazy. You work your whole life to be this thing. And you put all your resources, all your effort, all your energy into this one identity. And he was like, I knew I was at the top of my game. And he was like, but God was like, don't you want more chance? Don't you want more for what I have for you? And it was years after that conversation that it became relevant, but I never forgot the conversation. But immediately started something started shifting mm. in my heart where it was like, mm. maybe God has something more for me. Maybe just not a singer. But maybe God really has something more for me too. Because I was watching more for Brian with the Bible, and I was watching his life be transformed.
Yes. And uh, like falling in love with him in a whole new way. And so you watch that and you're like, maybe the same can happen for me too. Maybe there's more for me. And so when I stopped dragging my feet and really came on board, I realized the God of more only has more when we submit ourselves to his yes, to his calling. That's like truly the ultimate personal journey of me with this ministry. Your response to his invitation, your um, entertaining the possibility that there's not only more for you, there's more to you. Oh, yeah. And then the willingness to lay down. I mean, it wasn't bad what you were doing, you know? It was fabulous. Yeah. And then him saying, hmm. Not only got something else, but I've got something bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can so easily just get tunnel visioned of wrapping our whole identity in what we do and thinking, well, we have to do, we have to make that bigger to be bigger, to be something more, right? Instead of just being, instead of just knowing like, wait, I'm already enough. Why am I trying to do more to be more? But it's just so different when you submit to God and his yes. And it's like, oh, but it, but the view <laughs> from where I'm standing is so much more beautiful if you'll just trust me. Mm. And, uh, you know, it, mm. surrender mm. is hard. Say more about uh, that. Because we want control, right? Like we, we've, we know the work that we've put into doing whatever it is that we're doing. We count the cost. Yes. We tally the hours. We look at what we've done with the little pay and and we know that we've done it really well on our own could we possibly could god possibly know what he's doing if we trust him because we have a tendency to think he's so cavalier with our lives i don't know why but the mm, ultimate right? creator like mm-hmm. it's, it's just like when i look at my kids and i'm like oh but i know who you're created to be, the potential you have to change the world and make a mark on this world. If you can see what I see, if you can see yourself the way that I see you. Yes. I love that we can think that he's cavalier with our lives when we don't know what's going to happen or when painful things happen. But when we get a glimpse of who Jesus really is and through the word, I love the for God so loved the world that he gave the the initiative of God and and his heart is love. So he is the pursuer. And I love what you're saying about surrendering. You know, surrendering your personal idea, you know, yeah. for me as well. Like surrendering, wait, I thought it was going to look like this, but I don't know. I don't know a person who am um, years into their life actually their life is looking like they one time imagined. Right. Um and part of that can be because of sorrows, because of wounds, that Jesus wants to come and restore and heal and touch and then um, minister to others actually through. But the other part is that he leads us on to, um, to bigger things than we might have imagined. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think of you, um, Jill, as somebody who is captured with a really large oh. vision of yeah of who God is and what he can do and um and your yes your response to him so 
you are doing something new with Daily Audio yeah. Bible. Yes. Right? Yes. Tell us about that. So our daughter, um, I have four boys and one girl. And that one girl started reading the New Testament for kids two years after Brian started the Daily Audio Bible. And it was always something that was an idea. China has always just been super passionate about the Lord and um, just a really tender heart, but a really special girl too. Not to take away from the boys, but just her passion for Jesus was, has always been very evident. She wanted to read the New Testament. So she started out doing the New Testament every day for a year. And then as she grew, she changed sort of with the times of, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm a teenager. So it went from Daily Audio Bible Kids to Daily Audio Bible Teens. And then from teens, she came out of her teens into her adulthood. And she went to her dad and said, um, I want to do chronological. It's not being podcasted. And um, they've just always shared that connection of the Bible. So she did it. And then, doggone it, she fell in love and got married <laughs> um, to our amazing son-in-law, whom we love. But she got married, continued to do it, and then she got pregnant last year. Um, she asked to have a meeting with Brian, and he just did not see it coming. And she said, I need to step away and, and learn how to be a mom. And a fair request but Brian had to mourn the season of him and his girl kind of being over with. Yes. And so he did. He went through this little grief process, which I'm a big fan of mourning losses, no, ma no matter how they come. Like even, you know, laying down that past identity and, and seasons of life. and Really important. So I was watching him and I was watching really, really proud of her though, to say, I know my limitations and I don't want to be distracted. I need to, to focus on being a mom, this new role in my life. And so I started thinking about it and I've watched for 16 years, the totality of a commitment of a podcast that happens every day, every single, every day. single day, seven days a week, 52 weeks out of the year and 365 days every year. And I was thinking about it and, and I just started praying into it. And at first I was like, no way, can't do it. But one of my mottos um, in life is I can do hard things. And people have corrected me. They're like, I can do all things. That's what the scripture says. And I said, yes, I believe that. But we don't need to be reminded that we can do easy things. We have to be reminded we can do hard things. Yes. And so I just really started going, okay, this will be hard. It'll be a sacrifice. It'll be a commitment. Um, but maybe this is what I should do. And so I really took some time. And then I met with Brian. And I said, I think I want to do chronological. I want to hold that place in line for China. And he actually would not say yes at first, which I so respect and admire. He was like, I really need you to think about this commitment. And I said, I have. I've taken three weeks before I talk to you about it. He said, just take a little bit more time and pray about it. And so we both did. And I came back. I said, I really, I really believe this is what's next for me. I want to do this. So he, he said, yes. And he taught me how to do the podcasting. I was so overwhelmed the first week, just 
And what I've learned about myself is when I get overwhelmed, that's like my trigger word. I shut down um, because overwhelmed when the kids were little was I'm about to go over the edge. Yes. Um, but I've learned, okay, there's my trigger word. What do I do with it? I got to insert some tools to manage overwhelmed. I've just learned to breathe. I've learned to pause and pray. Um, and I learned, and Brian was so patient and so kind. And he was like, I promise you, promise you in a month, you're going to do this. You're going to do it without thinking about it. And I was like, Lord God, let him be right. Because right now this is just so much, but he was right. And I cannot believe how much I have fallen in love with the journey of reading the Bible. Mm. I've also felt like I'm in seminary because the way that the podcast is set up, you don't just podcast the Bible and leave it there. You have to sort of make some sense of things. And then just learning to hear from the Holy Spirit. Like There are so many times I thought, oh, I know I'm going to talk about this on this day with this story, glazed right over it because the Lord had something else to say. And Mm. it has been, um, it makes me emotional. It's been so good, so good. Like to go back to the word good at the beginning of creation that God just looked upon and stood back and said good. We underestimate good, but it has been so good in my life. I'm so thankful for this journey this year. And so, of course, China comes back at the end of this year. And I really thought she was going to be done and that, you know, that would be okay. And we had a, a chance to go to the beach together and we were in the water splashing around. She's like, so mom, how's chronological? What are you thinking? I was like, I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't know. I don't know. What are you thinking? And she was just like, what if we do it together next year? This, this is like a, another dream come true to be able to do something and partner with my daughter, something that she started, that she has fully embraced, she pioneered, and to go, okay, I'm going to come in and I'm going to follow your lead now. So starting uh, the beginning of 2022, we'll be doing Chronological together. Oh, that's beautiful. That is so beautiful. I love the journey of that. Okay, I have a question for you. Well, I have two, but let's do the first one. What has surprised you about Jesus in in doing this? What has surprised me about Jesus in doing this? Um, His specific, intentional, ah, individual love and love language for us, Mm. learning that his love language for me is he knows exactly what I need and invites me into it, gives me a choice to either say yes or to say no. But if I say yes, then I get to be a part of what he actually has next for me. He knows better what I need than I do. And I learn it every time. I can look back at the last 10 years of my life and honestly say, everything I have done has built off of the last thing that I have done. And I didn't know what the future looked like. 
I had no idea what five years from now, 10 years from now, because he didn't show me. But the invitation was if you just do the next thing, I promise you, like you're going to get a more broader view. And that last hard thing that you just did, that you did, will make sense of why you actually had to do it. I love that my questions uh, are okay with him, that he doesn't refuse, he doesn't shame me, he doesn't tell me, well, you just had more faith. And then you would realize the answers are there. Um, But he's gentle with my heart. He's gentle with my uh, ignorance. He's compassionate with my desire to know that I'm sometimes not aware enough to know. But there's never shame or condemnation in me asking. It's always met with gentleness and kindness. Because that's who he is, right? That's why he extends to us. Yes. Yeah, it's incredibly hopeful and so true. Your descriptions of our king, of our Jesus, the pursuit, the intimacy, the particularness of his knowing. He knows yeah. us. And then the um, us, perhaps, and generally not knowing. We don't, we don't know what the future holds but we can trust him. And through our lives, that deepens, that grows, right? right? And I, I just truly believe that we all have a, that longing to be seen, to be known. Um, but I think everybody wants to be known by God. But I'm not sure we invest the same, we reciprocate the same investment to know God. And he wants to be known. He wants to be known. You know, and we're not going to know every part, but can we Rest in the mystery of that which we don't know just yet and know that there will be a day, there will be a time where it will be revealed, but we don't stop trying in the meantime, knowing the same way that we want people to keep knowing about us. It's a, it's a returned, intentional, um, required investment on, on both parties on that. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. we know who we are, when we know whose we are, I am just such a firm believer. And maybe not everybody agrees with me on this, but it for me, it seems like if I know who I am, if I just have to keep being reminded who I am, and I do that daily by being with him, I don't care where I'm going. Oh, exactly. I, like, let's go. Like, which shoes should I bring? <laughs> do I need to pack snacks? But let's go. <laughs> Yes. Well, that's everything. When we're resting in our core identity, we're chosen, we are loved, daughters of the King. We are, we are betrothed yeah. to Jesus. All, all of that, all of that. This is so rich, oh. and I'm just drinking oh, in, just truth dripping from your lips of the goodness of God, the pursuit, the surrender, the invitation, His desire to be known. Yeah. Let me just ask you mm-hmm. a couple more questions as we as we turn the corner. Okay. Do you have a worship song right now that's just going oh, this one, this one? Absolutely. Um, Feel free to sing it. Oh man. Caught up in this moment, I just wanna sit here at your feet. Caught up in this holy 
moment I never wanna leave. I just I come undone at that song. Jesus, you don't owe me anything more than anything that you can do. I just want you. I just want you. I'm I'm you know, I'm a musician. Those songs that remind us of what worship is, aligning our hearts to the heart of God, true adoration and praise given to the one who is all deserving of all glory, all honor, and all praise. Those are the songs that where I'm at right now. And I can hardly listen to anything else. Yes, yes. Just yes and amen to, to, to want just you, just you. My heart is captured by you. I give you my attention and my love, and I just adore you because you're yes. worthy. To close our time together, Jill, um, boy, I would just love you to pray for the women and the men that are listening to us right now. It would be my honor. Father, I thank you for every person for every life, for every story. Father, every page of every person's story, the details matter and the details do not go unnoticed by you. You know every part of us through and through. And you long for us to know you more. That's who you are. That is what intimacy, relationship with you is in constant communion with Christ. And so I pray for every person, Father, who just has a longing to know you more, an understanding to know you more. Father, even for the people that don't know their purpose, they don't know, they don't understand things in their past that they have gone through, and they might be tripped up just like I was years ago, caught up in their pain, um, trapped in the shame, the condemnation. God, I just ask that you would free them from any guilt and from any shame so that they would be able to move forward, just take the next necessary step toward you as you extend your hand. You extend graciously your strong arm to us. And we have an invitation to take that. And I just pray, Father, that you would reveal yourself to every person that longs to know you more, to know you more real than they've ever experienced you, God. And would you show them in the specific ways that you have shown me your love and your kindness and your gentleness how you are there for them every day of their lives. And I also, Father, I just thank you for your word that speaks to us. I thank you for your word that I thank you for your word that goes forward in a time where technology advances. You found a way for your word to accelerate, to expand, um, for your word to be more in all of the earth. And I thank you for how you have used my husband in this ministry. I thank you for um, this ministry that has changed my life through John and Stacey Eldridge and so many lives 
of the people that are listening. I thank you, God, um, that this beautiful partnership of friendship happened um, through pain, but as a story of healing. And so I just pray a special blessing and anointing on John and Stacy, God, as they further their work and ministry. And for every person that is listening and touched and changed through this, God, that we would give you all glory, all praise, and all honor. And I thank you with expectancy of how you will reveal yourself to those that have a longing to know you even more. And I pray all of this in the name of the Father, in the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm, and amen. Amen. Thank you, Jill. My goodness. Friends, as we turn the corner onto 2022, I encourage you to ask God if this is the year that he'd love to go through the Bible with you. Maybe it's something you do every year already, but maybe it's something you've never done. Daily Audio Bible and Daily Audio Bible Chronological are two fabulous options for you to consider. Pray about it. Maybe just commit to 30 days, like Brian said, and see what happens. His word is life. It's life-giving. And in these days, imperative that we are immersed in it in any and every way we can be. Jill, thank you so much for being with us today. So much. Thank you, Stacey. This has been an honor. And I'm grateful. Good. For us, too. And friends, God bless you as we say goodbye to 2021 and welcome in a new year. May it be a year where we all come to know Jesus more deeply. I believe it will be because Jesus wants us to know him. And when we do, oh, we become captivated. Bless you all. <laughs>